0: What's up, people? This is You're Not Listening, the podcast that teaches you how to actively listen to music, one song at a time. I'm Sean O'Laughlin.
1: I am Sean's dad, Jim.
0: And today we got a couple cool songs coming at you. I am going a little bit old school, and you got something newer and kind of funky. Brand new. I actually have never heard this song. You, you, you he just cool, told me what it? it is before we started recording, and I had to it, download it and put it on here. And I haven't listened to it yet, so it's going to be cool. It's this cool. This is like the it's first just out, time.
1: Just out in March.
0: Yeah. So, uh, Dad, you are doing Hypotheticals by who? Lake Street Dive. And I am doing I Love Rock and Roll by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts.
1: I love rock and roll.
0: Um, Because she's the coolest. Uh, But before we get (laughs) into that, I want to remind everybody to go to PantheonPodcast.com. If you like this show, guarantee you'll find some more music related podcasts at Pantheon that you will definitely. Enjoy just as much. Make sure you subscribe to You're Not Listening wherever you get podcasts. Wherever there are podcasts, we are there. Subscribe, rate, review, all that fun stuff. Check out our Teespring store for some awesome merch. Uh, We may have another sale coming up. We had a sale recently, 10% off everything. Hopefully, there will be another one coming up around Halloween time.
1: And we had a good amount of people grab some of that stuff, too, myself included.
0: There's some good stuff out there now. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed the last episode with Alex from the Gaslight Anthem. That was an awesome opportunity to have him on the show. That was pretty cool. I want to say thank you again to him in case he became a listener. That was really cool. We got some some good feedback on that one, too, from some um, Gaslight Anthem fans out there, which is pretty neat.
1: Nice. And as, as anybody knows, Gaslight is probably one of our favorite bands. Yes, it's my by right far now, my favorite
0: band so. for sure. Yep. Um, so that was pretty cool to connect with him. He and was such a good guy too. Wow. I think uh, I think the only other thing that I didn't say is we do have a Patreon page. If you want to support the show, if you feel like we are worth a couple bucks a month, head on over to the link in the show notes. Check out our Patreon page and share a little bit of love and a little bit of cash if you feel like supporting the show. I think that's all we have. So you ready to get into it?
1: Yep, let's go. All right, we're going to do my song first? Yeah. Do you want a joke first? We haven't done a joke in a while.
0: I guess. I, I, I haven't thought of any. <laughs> all right, you ready? I
1: got one. I, actually, when I see them, I collect them and put them in my, my phone. We
0: could honestly just default. If anybody remembers our Halloween <laughs> episode last year, um, John, Jonathan Bailey, we could default to him every single day. Well, he, yeah, right. He posts right. a pun. He he posts a pun on Facebook every single day, and they are
1: most of them are really, really good. <laughs> yeah, well, he he kind of has a same sense of humor. I think so. Yeah, I think um, so. Okay, I got to do this one then. Okay, so you know the guy who invented uh, throat lozenges. You know, throat. You know, cough I drops, know. Oh, throat, I can't say I know yeah, who he, he is. He died last week, but there was no coffin at the funeral. Oh, that's too bad. <laughs> 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 oh man. That's I know, one. I know. So yeah. hey, dad jokes, you know, yep. So oh, we're and dead. you started when we first started doing this. You were very on the spot of always having a dad. Joke I had
0: a really good one in the beginning though. With I know, like, and it was music
1: related, and I just I couldn't not not do it. So All right, I, I can get off them easily because I don't need to do that. But I, every so often I, I come across one. Some of them, Jonathan's like. Oh, that's so good! I gotta save that. Maybe I know that he's podcast. got some really
0: good ones, but I, you know, he's he's been on the show. He may listen to the show. I don't want, you know, I don't want to steal him and like take credit for his for his no. jokes.
1: No, yeah. Any of these jokes, and often a lot of times the information we share uh, is not unique. It's it's stuff that we've stolen from other people yeah. because we we appreciate their uh, you know their humor.
0: Except for the music stuff,
1: a lot of the stuff that's all that, us.
0: A lot of the stuff that I I talk about in these in these episodes are because I noticed something and I wanted to share it. And uh, this one, I I decided to do this song. Yeah, I was going to ask you
1: why. This is interesting. Why? Yeah,
0: so I wanted to do Joan Jett because, uh, you know, in in punk rock, it's like our lord and savior, Joan Jett. She's basically the coolest person on the planet. You know, there's certain people out there that just like ooze coolness, and that's Joan Jett. She's super cool. So I was like, I want to do a song by Joan Jett because she's just awesome. And I was going to do – I was – I thought about doing "I Hate Myself for Loving You" because it would be kind of funny to talk about that connection with like the Monday Night Football song. It's the same song. Which I don't, I don't know. If you know that? Yeah. No. Next time you watch Monday Night Football, just listen to the the theme song. It's it's they basically change the words to "I Hate Myself really? for Loving You." Really? Yeah. Um uh, Okay. And then I thought about
1: doing um, what's that song that Bruce does?
0: Light, Light of day. day. Yeah. Is They're that love. his song? Did he write that song?
1: He wrote that and gave it to them for the uh, the movie. Yeah, yep. I thought so. Michael J. Thought Fox. about doing
0: that, but I don't really. I'm gonna be honest; don't really like her version as much. Yeah. So um, I don't think like it's Bruce's quite
1: version as, of it when he plays it live.
0: Yeah, I don't think her version's quite as powerful. But then I was I was going for a walk one day, and this song came on, and I was listening to it, and it's the perfect speed and rhythm to walk to. Like if you <laughs> if you walk at the same pace, it's like the perfect speed. And I noticed something that really kind of threw me off guard, and we're going to talk about it when we listen to it. But um, this song is is I think one that people look past, right? Because it's just so prevalent everywhere and yep. every cover yep. band in the world has, yep. has covered it. And it's just, I think it's kind of gotten to the point where people just kind of forget it and look past it. But yep. there's some cool stuff in here. And, it, and, you know, Joan Jett is just super cool and her band is really good. So yep. uh, I want to bring it back and, you know, let's all... Take an, another listen to this song and then talk about it. So, click the link in the show notes or go to the Spotify playlist and listen to "I Love Rock and Roll" by Joan Jett and the Blackhearts. Here's a little sample. Obviously, if you haven't, if you don't think you've heard it before, <laughs> here's a reminder. <laughs> oh. All right, you know that song. I think so uh, maybe um. if I, I recommend taking a walk and walking to the beat of this song, and then you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about when we get to it. So go ahead, listen to it, come on back, and we will talk about it.
1: All right. Have you thought about that song in a long time? (laughs) No, I have not. I have not. And, you know, again, that was a standard for, you know, rock radio back in the day. I don't even know what year it was. I'm guessing 81, 82. Yeah, honestly, I don't know. I haven't... um um, and it was everywhere And everyone knew it And, um, and well, that it was one changed. of those songs that, Again, you look past But, you know, like, you know uh, Kind of like, um, you know, Achy Breaky Heart And some of the other songs that we've spoken about Like, it was good and big and loved for a reason You know? Yeah And th- this was as well I'm just looking it up right now 81 81, yep Alright, yeah Re- Release, was released in 81, yep So, I mean, it was, it was literally everywhere And, you know, one of those songs that you know, kind of like a Bohemian Rhapsody or something like, you know, you know it whether you know it or not, you know, it's right. one of those songs that you've heard a million times and you know the chorus and everybody wants to sing along. And, you know, you know, the funny thing is it's not danceable. So I never would have played this in my 30 plus years DJing. I don't think I ever did. Because right. it's not danceable. It's but every singable. single cover band has has played this song, right? It's and it's you know, f- fist in the air and everything else and sing along kind of stuff with it, with, without question. You want to do that, especially after the third chorus. You know when it cuts out, it's just the, the words and, and you know the, the lyrics stuff. It's not the music, but it's not a song that I ever played DJing. Ironically, you know, so right?
0: So- and, and I think people when they hear this song, they forget they, like there's a disconnect between this song and Joan Jett and like who she is. Like if you were to watch her. Live, you'll get a better sense of how like deeply rooted in that like eighties, late 80s, late seventies, early eighties punk scene she was. Really? Right? Like she is in just like the the black leather with the crazy hair and like she's just such like a, a that that kind of teenage rebel punk rock
1: yes persona. Yes. Well that's when she first came out, that's who she
0: was, which is so was. enticing. Right. Yeah, right. and with the um what was her what was uh oh, what was that band she was in that did Sherry? No, they. Uh, who did Cherry Bomb? Oh, okay. I know what you mean. Again, yep, yep. Why can I not think of it? Oh, come on. I she was it. in that, right? Yeah. She was. A, she was a lead singer. No, she was uh, lead guitar.
1: Okay. Why
0: can I not think of it? the Runaways? The Runaways. The Runaways. Okay, yes, yeah, she yeah, was yeah, in the Runaways, yeah. and she yeah, runaways, she was yeah. she was lead guitarist of the Runaways. She wasn't the lead lead singer, but she um, had the the personality, you know, that of of a, a lead. Singer. The attitude. So she, so yeah. she had broken yeah. off. And she, and I think okay, there's right. a I mean, really great had, documentary about Joan Jett that that I highly recommend people check out. It's really interesting.
1: And and the Runaways were, were big, and she got noticed that way, right? Almost, and, and mm-hmm. she was um, a lot more famous initially because of the Runaways, right? Were, and that
0: I mean right, that was an all female right. uh, punk band, rock rock, rock band. Band. Right, and right. that was just not really a thing back then. So it was yeah. you know they stood out, they and they really. They all had those kind of larger than life personalities, right? So they kind of like broke out in a way that that um, put them in the spotlight. And right. she just had this attitude that just and and talent, you know, the attitude and the talent. And so I think people hear this song and it's just so common and it's almost gotten a little bit in the cheese that people don't really make that connection of that that really deep rooted punk rock persona that she has and this music. But if you listen to a lot of her music, I mean it's very 80s. <laughs> it's 80s rock and roll music, Oh yeah. Music, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. Um, but
1: the cool thing is is that and and I think this is um you know the thing I always think of with her and, and if you look at it on you know Twitter or anything like that that she's legit rocker. She's not right. someone that, you know, oh I found my niche, made a couple bucks and and put out a couple albums and now I'm going to tour, you know, and you know when she gets off stage, she doesn't live the lifestyle. And from what I understand, this is her yeah. This oh, is yeah. as, genuine, as genuine as it gets, you know? And she hasn't changed. Uh, and Lita she's Ford, still who was in The Runaways, was the same thing, you know, same, like legit raucous. Yeah,
0: and she's still playing with the Blackhearts. Uh, yeah. They're still touring, and she's still playing the same guitar, you know, the Les Paul special, the white-faded Les Paul special, and it's like <laughs> the same guitar and everything, and she just she just still rocks so hard. And if you see interviews with her, she just still oozes that coolness when she talks, you know?
1: It's just right, like... right. She's just she's just and, cool and it's and I love that she hasn't changed and I think the thing that put maybe back a little more in the spotlight is this past year I think she was there was a big push I don't know if she made it or not I'm, I'm embarrassed to say but I think they wanted to make sure that she got into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame
0: yeah um, I don't yeah I think she did because I saw her performing she, she performed uh, Crimson and Clover and she performed I Hate Myself for Loving You and I think okay. someone else may have performed I Love Rock and Roll or maybe they didn't okay. even play
1: that one right okay um, I don't know because you know, and, and what what the, the articles kept saying is like she is the personified rocker. You know, she's not somebody yeah, she who, should should know, be who has sold the, out or done a thing. She should be on the sign. She should be on the front
0: cover of the pamphlet yeah. <laughs> for, for the Rock and Roll Hall right? of Fame, right? right? It should be right. her Elvis She should be the icon. Like yeah, yeah like you know, like she, <laughs> she represents that, that section of rock
1: and roll. Yeah. Like really like the NBA, the icon. You know, the the uh, the guy who represents the the uh, the icon in the symbol is Jerry West. Like, that's him. She yeah. should be on the icon for the Roll Hall of Fame. Gotcha. She really okay. should. Well, let's make that suggestion. We'll write that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> she really <laughs> should. Um. So the thing that I was talking about that threw me off when I was walking and walking to the beat of this is it's cool because the downbeat switches. So what I want to do is I want to play it from the very beginning, and I want you to Tap your feet, but I want you to tap left, right. So on the Okay, first so beat, walk. Ba 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 When they hit that doo doo that first riff, start okay. with your left foot right. and then just step one foot to the other along with the beat and just keep going. Keep going. And watch what happens. It's really kind of Okay. Cool. So try to walk with it. Okay. Yep. Left, right. Oh, And now you yeah. And now your right foot's on the one.
2: Yeah, it yeah. switches. Yeah.
0: How cool is that?
1: And it, it never even noticed that. Never even I noticed wasn't listening. it unless you're doing I that. Wasn't.
0: Unless you're literally like keeping the beat back and forth.
1: And and why would someone do that? And has anybody ever done something like that? It that is, completely changes it.
0: It just changes. It's because they they go cut time at the end of that riff. Yeah. Bum, 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 and then they just like hit it with instead of yeah, putting the beat yeah. in between, they just go right into the next beat. And then they wait until they can start on the one again. But because they went on that first beat, the one is now where the two was. Yeah, right. Wow. And it, it does it so throughout again, the song. It, every time the riff does that. So at the end of every chorus, basically, so it switches back. So, so, so it, it,
1: it had the intentionality of it. It wasn't something that they missed. And it's just. Well, like I think it's how it they wrote the riff. Song. And then they just kind yeah. of
0: like, because you don't notice it, right? You could even be playing that song and never notice that it does that. Because that's just how the riff guides the song, right? I, I just think it's
1: so, so cool that you're walking to this song. Because well, like, I do that all the time. Whatever song is on, you see my pace pick up or slow down. or whatever Yeah, stuff. unless it's like yeah.
0: a, an extreme slow or fast song. Like you kind of find yourself falling into that rhythm. Yeah, yep. and like this is yep. this song is like like I said that's like a really good walking pace for just like a casual walk, right? So mm-hmm. you like it's easy to fall mm-hmm. into that rhythm, mm-hmm. and when yeah, okay, and then when it switched on me like that, I like <laughs> it was just one of those like whoa wait like wait what
1: what just happened you know Hey honey, there's some guy out in the front of our house who just fell over, He, he was over his walking, feet. yeah, he fell over. <laughs> but no, like seriously though, how cool is that? That is that's right? unique. I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't noticed that.
0: Yeah. It's just—it was a moment that it just like really kind of caught me off guard, and I was like, "That's really cool." And then if if you, as you listen to it, if you do that throughout the whole song, you'll you'll you know you know when it's coming and it switches, and it's just it's just really cool.
1: And it's one of those things that if you if you listen to this podcast now, folks, you're never gonna unhear that. Yeah, you're gonna hear that every time you hear the song. I mean, unless you know, unless it comes to like, "Oh, here's that song again," I'm gonna switch the channel or whatever. Yeah, but, you know, sorry we'll about skip that. it. You know, but, um, yeah, that's cool. It's very cool. Yeah. So it, that's the thing that made you want to kind of put it back in in people's ear ears. Yeah, well, thing that's the thing
0: that? that made me listen to it again, and I was like, "Well, this is a like, this is an awesome song." <laughs> you know, yeah. I mean, it really yep. is. It's an anthem. It's it's anthemic.
1: Well, and let let me take that another step further. So, in eighty one, how old were you? Negative seven. How, you were born in eighty three. I was born in eighty eight. Eighty eight. You were born in eighty eight. Man, yeah. you're young.
0: You were there. Oh, 80, yeah.
1: No, eighty three. We got married. That's right. So eighty eight. Okay. So this was out. Like, long before, like, you were even around. Yeah. So it was less like, let me kind of find this when I was 12 years old or whatever. So you, you heard that or everybody heard it at that point. I remember when it hit, because I'm old, because I was in college at that point. I was a, I think it would have been a sophomore or junior in college in 81. And it was literally one of the biggest, you you know, the, the old, oh, you couldn't turn on a radio station without hearing it. That was this song. It was Adele. That was it. Um, yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way, I found a great. I'm going to do an Adele song the next time. I almost did it today. By the way, I, I, we got to do it. And It is one of those that everyone is is thinks it's cheesy, but it's so good. I'm going to kind of which one? To everybody rolling in the deep. Oh yeah, that's yeah. That's but, one of the best but, songs of the last. 20 but you weeks. kind of forget about it until you hear it again. It's like now I know where that was goes. So no, Adele, there's so one I'm of those reaction
0: song. videos for that oh, yeah? song, and yeah. it's
1: really good. It's the two brothers. Yeah, I love those guys. Yeah, we should get we should get them on. There. Yeah, be fun. We should. Um, no, but but that was a song that was literally the song that was everywhere. Any way you went, you heard this song. Um, and I think I remember even reading a uh, an article or an interview with Joan Jett that she kind of didn't like it because she didn't want to be that mainstream. Right. You know, she wanted to still be on the cutting edge and, and be kind of um, you know a, a little a little off center. And now she's like you know number one pop song. I don't even know how high it charted or anything on Billboard, but um, but had that kind of um, FM. Playability, And as much as I'm sure she liked the checks and everything else, but um, I, it, she didn't like being uh, kind of thought of that way. And I think she fought hard to still make sure that she kind of had that hardcore rocker image. Yeah, you know, I've result. seen videos
0: so, where she's talked about past interviews that she had yep. and, like, said that the interviewers always used to try and go talk about clothes with her and talk about, you know... <sighs> Yeah. Uh, you know, dealing with men on the tour and all this stuff and she would basically just like flip them off and be like I'm here to talk about music. I don't want, like I don't want to talk about that garbage and she right. just like like she did. She fought that kind yep. of like pop star, you know, diva
1: yeah, persona. And she's and kept And it remember, up. remember this is the early days of or maybe it was just after or just before uh, MTV, so there was an image that was kind of connected with this stuff as well. So, you know, it had a whole different kind of spin on things, but you know, when you're a legit rocker um, and I I have this impression, the more I've, I've researched and watched some things and and, and read some articles and stuff uh, and listened um, I, about Brian Adams, you know, yeah, he you know he might have had a lot of hits in the '80s and and all that. Um, everybody can you know sing along to the chorus of Summer '69 stuff, but he never kind of just sat on that and said, okay, I'm going to go and do a greatest hits tour all the time. I'm going to still put out really good music and and kind of fight that and and kind of still be a tr- true musician. And I think you know some people. Probably want to do that, but they they choose you know when they're playing. The people want to come and hear their hits, so you have to kind of play that game as, as well. And I think Joan Jett, I mean, obviously she's got to play this every song every time, right? They, but she's they, got, they, I mean, she's got to play. But she's got a lot of other really good too, music, you know. Yes, a lot of other really good music. Yeah. See, and I know Crimson and Clover from Tommy James and Sean Dallas back in the right, 60s. but she had a hit with it, right. Well, they did too. They had a big hit right. in, back in the 60s. But, that, but her, what I'm her, saying is, like, she, she also
0: has to cover that, play that song every time. Yeah.
1: yep, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know, and obviously some of the other things she's had too. But I, I just like um, her whole persona that she kind of puts forth. And she's never given in to the cheese, it seems like. No. You know, and she, her.
0: yeah. And, and but she's also like, I don't think you've read it yet, but I, I gave you that uh, Laura Jane Grace memoir. Uh, no.
1: It's on my, it's on my, Bookshelf she, the, she talked about when she
0: met, when she met Joan Jett once and oh, yeah? she just, it just seems like she's such a nice, genuine, like supportive person who like cares about other people. And like, really? Yeah. Yep. So like you, you have, you can have that, that badass rebel punk rock per- persona and like still be a good person. And like, that's probably right. what got her to where she is now. Right. You know? Right.
1: Right. Yeah. Cause you can only be a, an idiot to, to too many, to so many, um, you know, supporters and right and you know ven- re- venues and and everybody and so you got to make sure yeah. you kind of still be true yeah. she's like the yeah.
0: kind of person that I would just love to sit down with and like just hang out and just have a conversation with and I feel like she'd be really genuine and really nice and
1: like Alice Cooper I want to do the same thing Alice same Cooper same thing yeah Alice Cooper Rob
0: Zombie those yep. guys too seem just like yep. the nicest people in Brian the world yep. and yep. then they have these these out of this world over the top um, you know personas yeah yep. Um, yep. exactly same thing yes I agree yep. If we can ever get in contact with any any three of those, <laughs> that would be fantastic.
1: Well, you know, Brian Fallon, Springsteen, I mean, whoever, you know. So, right. And you know, it's funny because I've met Springsteen. I've met Southside, some of my heroes and stuff like this. And they lived up to that mm-hmm. experience as well. Um, very, very approachable. Um, kind of like a 30-minute conversation with Bruce one time. And it's like he didn't need to talk to, to us about that. But he did, yeah. you know. And, um, and it wasn't like the, oh, you know, walk away and, and – you know, you're, you're, the cover's blown and you don't feel that way anymore. But you, it it was it was confirmed. So right. I'm sure they'd be the same way because I've heard the same thing about those folks too. Yeah, yeah. So, so the next
0: nice. thing I want to talk about is that the reg that legendary riff and that you know, everyone knows. Just... I mean, yep. So that riff, if you listen, listen to how full the guitar is in this riff. Like that's a really dense riff. And I figured out why it feels so full. And I tuned up my guitar because I want to demonstrate it for you. <laughs> All right. So give
1: me one second. Is it dub over dub over dub? Louder. Right. If you're gonna if you're gonna do a Joan Jet loud, you know, yeah. cranking up, you gotta you gotta do it louder. Oh, good feedback too. Uh, he looks just like Joan Jett right now. That's really loud. It. Yeah, it's not as loud here. So, on my on my um, side, thanks. So. How's that? That's better. All yeah. right.
0: So, so there's two people playing the riff at the same time. Okay. Joan Jett's playing it, and then her her lead guitarist, who I don't remember his name. They're playing at the same time, but they're both playing it differently. All right. D- differently. So, her guitarist is playing it down. it, it starts with an E chord. Just, Okay Right So he's playing it down At the bottom of the neck Like that Okay Yep She's playing it Up an octave So they're playing that At the same time And that's what gives the You get the low end And the high end That's what she's playing Okay. Okay. You get that? So it's this and this. So you get. So you're getting both the high and the low, which fills it out. And then during that riff, her guitarist who's playing it down low is the part. He's the one that plays the high part. Right? So. And she's up here. And she plays that lower. Yeah, yeah. That's what she does. Really? So, okay. If you watch it in concert, her hands—you c- people can't see my hands—but she's,
1: she's she's, so she's down in the, neck the neck while he while he's up top. Oh, okay. Right. Can you play that riff again? Not play 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 her her sound. Her part. Yeah. Okay. Play the loud one again. I mean the loud, the higher one. Okay. Nice, okay. So you
0: get those at the same time. So then what you get is... This is an both. You hear that? You hear them both? The low yeah, and the I high? Yeah, I it. Yeah.
1: Isn't that See, cool? I just figured that that was maybe the bass, but it's not. It's two guitars. Well, the bass okay. probably plays it, too. I wouldn't be... Yeah. 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 Interesting. See, and I, I... Oh, he's he's shutting us. He's the, okay. He's taking off. Uh, I just fixed, I I, I just was listening to. He doesn't. Have, he took off his leather now, folks. So just. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> I just I was listening to it and I was I, I I was surprised at how full it was and I was like, how many like dubs do they do? And so I just looked it up. I just looked up a live version of it and I saw her playing that section and I saw him playing the other section. Yeah. And it's funny because the the guy who's playing the lower chords plays the higher riff. And she's playing the higher chords,
1: and she plays the lower riff. Wow, interesting. So it's just like and, whatever choice led to that is just interesting to me. And you got to figure that she wouldn't have a, wouldn't do a, a lot of specialty things and a lot of tricks. It's going to be straight up music, rock music, yeah, on the guitar. There's not going to be a lot of production. It's going to kind of go into that. So and that, that, that's probably easily duplicated when you when you play it live. I would love to see her live. I can't imagine. Oh, what me too. She would she's do.
0: coming. She's coming to somewhere soon, Worcester maybe or somewhere. And I looked at, it's like seventy bucks a
1: ticket. I just, I thought about it. <laughs> yeah, well, when, when's your when's this Christmas? Maybe. Yeah, I can't something. swing it. <laughs> but you know, I, it's funny because I always pick up on the, Ow! You know, as much as I did the riff. That's what I was gonna say.
0: This thing. is one of my favorite parts of the whole song.
1: Because <laughs> that's just, it's just so that's cool. That's from the gut. There's that's so much. The there's
0: there's so much attitude. Yes. Behind. Yeah. That moment. Yep.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm just, gl- oh, you
1: know what? You got to capture that and we can use that more often, although we might get sued. I don't know. But.
0: It's not dissimilar <laughs> from our intro music.
1: No, it's not. <laughs> right. So it sounds just like Justin. Yeah. No. <laughs> but the whole th- the whole thing is, too, when you think about it, you know, put a dime in a jukebox, baby. Mm-hmm. How many people even you your age don't even know what that means? Or have ever played with a jukebox.
0: Oh, well, I, I can say that I've never seen a the jukebox that only cost a dime. That's true. That's true. They've
1: always been like at least a dollar. Yeah, a minimum, you know, for like one play or five plays, something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, so just a so couple things I want to point out film. that I that okay. I think
0: is cool. Um, is the solo. Is this the solo? Oh man, I'm good. The solo um, is kind it kind of sits in the back. It's not like out front and in your face. It's kind of subdued. And it's almost at the same volume level, like sitting in the mix at the same level as just the the background music, the the riff. Right, it's not like yeah, it's not like yeah. crazy flashy in your face, and it's short. I mean, right after that, yeah, then they go back. That's
1: the whole then, thing. Yeah, yeah, but he keeps yeah. going. Yeah.
0: He's still soloing over behind well, her singing. vocals yeah. there,
1: which is kind of cool. and you know this sounds to me that sounds very Joe Walsh-ish mm-hmm. to yep. me. Joe Walsh you know, is it's... known for uh less is more guitar
0: solos. Yep. Yep. For sure. Yep. If you listen to and, um Life is good Gu- or Life's Been Good, exactly right. Th- there is like such little guitar in there, but what he does play is so impactful.
1: Yeah. That same we where you just kicked that in, that was a riff that I just made a note about when you were hearing it that, that I think I like the, the most too. Right when you started that last part, just before the solo. Now. Yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, yeah.
0: That is awesome. And again, it just, it's, so, it's so dirty. It's I just mean, it's, it's just an attitude. Get, it, they're they're yeah. able to evoke a specific attitude with, yep. with their guitars. Like, that's not easy to do, you know? You gotta feel that yeah, like, you know that they're continue, not just sitting not, there and, still playing that. Like they are not, like
1: and not make it seem like it's like it's fake. You know, right. like it's just being done, you know, the panda and stuff like and it, You're right, it's good.
0: And it sounds like stadium rock. Yeah. Especially when you get yep. in the sing along part. Let me see. Oh.
2: Right. Here.
0: right. I mean, that is begging to be sung at the top of everybody's lungs in, like, a giant stadium. That's right, 100,000
1: people at Wembley Stadium and everything, fist pumping. And that could go on forever. And that's you know. par- probably why so many people have covered this song. Can they co- a lot of covers oh, on this? Yeah, well, I just, mean, I, you know, I, every, every band starting up is playing this in their garage. I know that. Right, but that's what
0: I'm saying. Like Because for that moment, like you, know, you dream oh. of that moment, right? Every band that's, that's playing Mustang Sally... And all these other garbage <laughs> songs that I just everyone <laughs> is sick of. They're also yeah. playing this
1: song. Yeah, you know, because they they want to hear people singing back to them.
0: Yeah. So yeah. then the last right. thing that I wanted to point out um, near the end, they got they they add more guitar into the background to kind of just fill it out a little bit more. High, yeah. yeah. Letting those chords ring out over it instead of getting the yeah. breaks.
1: And I remember hearing that and thinking, that's kind of cool, because you never expected that. It's almost like there's a whole different layer that they just kind of tagged on at the tail end of the song. And
0: it's just one note. It, it reminds me of, like, um, you know, I Want to Be Sedated by the Ramones. The guitar yep. solo in that song is just one note. Yep. do 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 They just play it for, like, eight bars or, like, 16 yep. bars. And that's kind of what it reminds me of, because it's just that one note, but it's it fits. It's, like, the perfect note within that key, so it just kind of carries everything
1: through. So... So this this song stands on its own fairly, you know, pretty strongly. Mm-hmm. Why would you do that? You think? I mean, it adds a nice layer, but you know, it's it's unexpected. Keep it and interesting. It, if it wasn't there, it would still be an interesting song. Yeah. You know. But she probably had to keep it interesting for her too.
0: Oh. Uh, okay. You know, and yep. you know, I think it's a it's a repetitive chorus, and especially after the sing along part, they probably wanted to keep it building and building and building until it ended. And bring something um, else. And into like, the what mix. can we do to give it just a little bit more meat? And like, that was. And it's something that you might not really notice, but you'll notice by the end that it's like in, in concert, you'll notice by the end that it's like bigger. Yeah. And know? it's needed now. Yeah. Because you've heard it. Yeah. Right. right. Cool. So, yeah. I like that. So that's, I mean, that's it. I just think the song deserves a second listen from a lot of people and they may have missed some of that stuff. And I think it's really good. And I love Joan Jett. And the last thing I want to fade out with, so I- instead of asking me the question, who do you want to hear cover this song? Because I'm sure anyone you can think of that you would like to hear cover it has covered <laughs> it. And yeah. it's just been covered by so many people I, I, I was trying to think of who do I think is kind of like the next Joan Jett or like comparable, yeah. right?
1: Who has the, the
0: chops. Who has the attitude, who has the talent, who, who has that kind of like do-it-for-yourself persona, right? And yep. I, I may get a lot of flack for this, but my vote is Lizzie Hale from Hailstorm. And I don't know if you know who that is. I don't. So I don't. she's a, Hailstorm is a you know, a, a pretty good hard rock band. Um, okay. and Lizzie Hale is the, the front woman for them, and she is she just has that kind of attitude, um, that rock and roll attitude. And I was listening to a song. The song is called You Call Me a Bitch Like It's a Bad Thing. <laughs> oh, and uh, there's one moment in it that made me say, That's why I think she's the next Joan Jett Let me see if I can find it here. Really? All right, you ready for this? Yeah. This is what this is what did it for me.
2: <laughs> you call me a bitch like it's a b- b- bad thing. You call me
0: right wow. and that's the power wow. that she like b- 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 i think bad. i think people have a lot of 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 hate for hailstorm because i i think it's just one of those things where it's like people don't want to admit that they like them or that they're good okay but i think this i think this band deserves a little bit more recognition and and she just has that power and that attitude and that's what you like you heard it you heard that attitude in that yeah. moment see i would have said maybe Imelda may that's you know? so different though, because she's like rockabilly and and yeah, but and she's jazz. got the voice. She's got that jazz stuff and like
1: it's oh, it's Joss Stone or something. I, I mean, just, they've got that. They've got the voice. They've got the chops. Yeah, you know? but
0: I I wanted to find someone who's
1: just a rocker,
0: like a straight yeah.
1: rocker. Who? How about Grace Potter?
0: Grace Potter is up there, yeah, but she's she also did the the song from um from the Tangled TV show or the the Tang- <laughs> the, the Tangled end credits, which is just straight pop. And yeah. uh, I, I, I just changed. I feel like I feel like when you're looking at someone like Joan Jett, you want to find someone on that level. It needs to be someone who just evokes that same attitude all the who, time.
1: Who wouldn't do a Disney movie, right? And that I, I, so. I think
0: right. uh, I think Lizzie Hale would <laughs> laugh at you if you asked her to do a Disney song. Right. You know? Gotcha. All right. All
1: right. I got but you. that
0: was the all moment. Right. Like I heard that in that one song, and I was yeah. like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you you get a sense of who she is, you know. Yeah, that's awesome. I'm gonna have to go listen. To it. What song was that? It's called "You You Call Me a Bitch." Like that's it's the name. Bad of, okay, thing. that's the name of the song. Okay, it's good. It's a good song, and there's some really okay. good guitar work in it. I actually thought about doing that song on here, which I still may. We'll see. Maybe yeah, maybe somewhere course. in the future. Yeah. So that's all
1: I have. Uh We're cool. going a little bit. I like that long. one. That's good. That's fun. But any last minute things. I I just you know again I I think she the, there aren't as many in music you know in the history of music um there aren't as many people who just are, are so true and so legit and have never kind of given in not that you don't want to ride the wave if you, if you have a hit or if you make some money or if you you know you you end up kind of being poppy but it, if it if it doesn't change you and you're just going to be a straight out like you know still kind of keep your own mm-hmm. your own groove and stuff and she always seemed like that person. and I think so that's I like, something that attracts me to
0: Against Me, too, who I, mean, I talk about them all the time. They're yep. absolutely one of my all-time favorite bands right now. And I think it's because uh, Laura Jane Grace is like that. And she yeah. she writes the songs that she wants to write. And a lot of times, if you listen to Against Me music, like it feels like there's a lot of words crammed into certain lines that like maybe yep. don't fit the rhythm as good. But it's like... Well, she had something that she wanted to say, and she just forced it in there. And she's yeah, she said, I'm gonna get it all out. There. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, her her book is is like something about the rock and roll's most infamous sellout. So like, she recognizes that like people called her a sellout because they got popular, and she's just like, well, screw you, whatever. I'm gonna do what I want to do, and you know, and, yeah, and yeah. that's the attitude. Yeah. And it's it's just it's kind of admirable, you know.
1: I reached out to uh, to her too, and haven't heard back. So yeah, she's pretty. See if we she's get her she's yeah. hard to hard to get get to. Yeah, yeah,
0: for sure. Yeah. Well, cool, good one. Yeah. So that's it.
2: Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house, and my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them.
1: So what do you got for us? Uh, so I've got um, a band that I'm a little late, you know, as usual. I'm a little late to the party on uh, because other people have found them early and stuff. But uh, it's it's by band Lake Street uh, Drive, mm-hmm. D- dive, dive, drive. I think it's drive. <laughs> Let me look it up. <laughs> yeah, I think it, I think it's drive. I always get that mixed dive. up. Dive, dive. See, I was see. Okay, so dive. Um, you get you, street. And, street is the road word, not right. Not drive. Lake Street Dive. Right. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, I even wrote it wrong in the notes here. And, uh, so, and a, a buddy of mine who I really respect musically, Brian Raymond, um, I think had posted a couple times on some social media stuff how much he liked some of this song. And I listened to it. I was like, yeah, it was okay. But I heard this song recently. Um, I think it just kind of came up randomly on on one of my serious radio stations I was listening to. I was like, what is that? And I went back and found it. Um, and it's like, I've heard this band. I've heard you know people who I respect like this band. And I, I kind of liked them, but it didn't, you know, didn't kind of grab me. But this song did. And it's called Hypotheticals. It just came out in March, March 2021, so um it was kind of a covid released recently kind of thing, but it's uh it's gaining a lot of popularity and got popularity and got a lot of people um kind of looking at them a little differently and they're a cool band, very very cool band. I wanted to have a strong woman uh vocalist to kind of play off of Joan Jett cuz I knew you were going to do her mm. and I you know I, went, I was going to go with Brittany Howard from Alabama Shakes oh. and was ZZ, w- yeah, I know, right? Oh, ZZ Ward, ZZ- too. Oh, ZZ Ward, Bonnie Rage, Susan T- uh, Tedeschi, Tedeschi, uh, Joss Stone, Amelda May, L. King. Like, I was thinking something like that, but oh, we've done L. This, King, um, so right. But some, but some, something about her voice and her vocals in this just kind of grabbed me. Now, she's not you know that that blues you know southern blues kind of feel that some of those other folks that i just mentioned are but she's got such good pipes yeah. and such good chops and stuff good. and uh, i think it's going to be something that you and all All like. right so well here hypotheticals by Lake Street Dive Here's a little preview of it
2: I've been playing-
0: All right. So go ahead, click the link in the show notes, or go to the Spotify playlist and listen to it, and we will talk about
1: it. Boom, and it ends. That's a cool ending, isn't it? Yeah,
0: that's a cool ending. Cool song, huh? It is cool. I feel bad, like I, I don't like. I'm not going to be able to like point things out, and you know, like because I haven't had a, this is my first time to hearing absorb and it. Absorb it right. A chance right. Oh, like, I can.
1: Right, and I Listen can bring you it along closely. for the ride on that stuff. So the the timestamps that I gave you may not line up with what I took off of my Spotify version of the song because I had that that opening that you you didn't see. Right. So maybe we can just. Well, hopefully we can find it. You yeah, know, I'll find it. So um. So first off, Rachel Price is her name, and I think you know talking about some of those other women. Uh, that that I noticed that i that I mentioned beforehand, you know you, you gotta have her be right up there, not with the same kind of power, obviously not with the same style and no, but man she's got the chops and she's got the soul that
0: sounds just, like it could be a jammaricoo song,
1: yeah, 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 it's just smooth, you yeah. know it is it is is a smooth song that takes you on a on this journey, and all of a sudden you're kind of just grooving to it, and then it it ends and you're kind of happy as you're walking down the road you know <laughs> no it is it's one of those songs that that has has it's, it's so layered and has so many things that you have to unpack with it. But there's a part of me that doesn't like the second part of it because I want more.
0: Yeah, it gets kind of I don't want to say stagnant, but it gets yeah yeah it's doesn't change as much is it, it like the first half. It's constantly fluctuating between
1: different yep. feels. Yep. So when, here's some of the things. So, so, so I mean, first them. off, she I mean she's from Boston. Well, she's from. Australia via Tennessee, and then went to New England Conservatory of Boston—not Berkeley, but New England Conservatory of, yeah. of Music um, in Boston—and graduated. Because you know, a lot of times the people who go to those those schools have a tendency to kind of leave and then become stars halfway through their junior year or something like this. But she yeah. graduated, and I think all the members of the band um, kind of started out in that way from from the Boston area, from New England Conservatory. And I guess they got noticed by they got like five million views on a youtube video of them singing the jackson five song or something oh yeah they, i saw
0: something about
1: uh i want you back i want you back and it, and it was a like it was a special cover which i've seen It's is pretty cool but that's what kind of got them noticed you know And in, in different instrumentation they have a stand-up bass which i'm going to talk about in a second um you know in horns and and uh as you as you heard in there an old school um synthesizer as well so it's different instrumentation but it all works it all works really well the thing I think I like is right at the beginning, you know. Um, and if you, again, if you heard the version that that I know, and Sean and I were, we're listening to a little different versions initially, it starts out real kind of slow and um, kind of setting the table for, you know, there's some, something maybe going on between us and all. Uh, and then she, then it stops and she breaks into I've been running, th-, you know, yeah, playing out I've a lot of h- yeah. No. and it's, before that, it was just kind of slow, and you know you're not expecting, it. and then you hit you hit, you hit that, and it's just like whoa, where did that come from? Yeah, it was cool. That, that almost would have been, I think you would have fell out of your chair moment. You know, hello joy on that one kind of thing, but at the beginning of that, and now I, I had um, shortly after that, so it's 43 seconds or 46 seconds in when she's singing with the music and with the beat completely. And the song and the words are, um, you know, I could do, and then I've seen all the possibilities in my dreams. But it's, it's, it's emphasized, and it's like, bum, 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 in my dream. I, the, I love the phrasing of that. And then the, the next line as well. Um, do you want me to see if I can find it? Yeah, if you can.
2: All the there you and I
1: could do. Right there. Ooh, ooh.
2: I've seen all the possibilities.
1: In my life. In you know, so. my and it's emphasized like bump 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 at the same time so i love yeah, that cool. when yeah, you kind of the... sing And, and the, the vocals pretty much mirror what the uh, the music's doing as well and, and it's I love she that. has to
0: slow down to do that cuz you're singing twice as fast yeah it's
1: yeah. cool um and then uh, you know then a combination later on when at uh, i had you know 57 seconds that went all the way to a minute 3 i can't remember exactly what it was and if it's absolutely
2: necessary we we'll to play and see whatever
1: i love that line by the way this, this is. No. no, it's after that.
0: I think that's clearly the chorus.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's after the chorus. So, but anyway, you know, it, it's just the the way that the whole thing flows. Um, you know, and again, it just feels so so smooth. But then it changes, and I don't I don't know if you call it the bridge or if you call it a break or whatever. You know, when she goes into nobody can see into the future, and you know it kind of slows down. It's like ah. Oh, what do you do? Yeah, no. Yeah.
0: It was before that, right? That was
1: well. That was the break afterwards. But I also want to emphasize right at that, to that point, too, where the it's the synthesizer kind of kicks in. So put that back. Yeah, this. Let it play.
0: I can't let it go too long. Yeah,
1: because yeah, we don't get it sued. Yeah. Um, and then shortly right after that. One of the things I think is a huge stand-up for me On the song is um, The stand-up bass is front and center And if if, if Anybody out there is saying like Okay, I've heard the bass a lot of times On almost all the songs I listen to I know there's a bass line somewhere And I never really paid attention to it If you never thought you could tell the difference Between an electric bass and a stand-up bass You're about to Because this is where it sits This is where it gets Now, I had 248, Sean I don't know if that's It's probably for you
2: Hypothetically, yes
1: That yeah. is clearly stand up bass. And, and you know if you, if you know anything up. about Lake Street, Street Dive, um, they their uh, stand up bass player is just outstanding and has all kinds of chops for playing with all different kind of people. being. Yeah, right, everywhere. But just, um, it's one of those things that, it, you know, there it is right there. You clearly know that that's not an electric bass and it's right. It's right. the right instrumentation for that. So cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, I want to go back to the synthesizer. I was having flashbacks to the doors. Oh, I was thinking they, old Stevie Wonder. Yeah, when they do like the the keyboard solos. Yeah, yeah. And it's just screeching, and it's like nails on a chalkboard. Yeah, like yeah. They, they hit some notes that are just so high that like yep. it like hurts. And that's yeah. kind of they were like starting to approach that territory with that synthesizer.
1: <laughs> yeah, the dog ran out of the room. Like, oh no, yeah. I, I think it's coming. Yeah, 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 yeah,
0: exactly. Yeah, you know, but it, yeah, it, I can see Stevie Wonder too with the harmonica.
1: Yep, and it's not uh, and it's not expected. You know, no, that, it's, uh, it's a cool sound. You Know that they do that, but again, it's it's just it's, there's so much, so many things going on in the song. Um, I wish after they did that initial break, um, but you know, let, let's not wait and see. Now, obviously, you need to have the um, the synthesizer solo in there, that's kind of cool. But I would like to have seen, all right, let's go back to the chorus for a third time because that's I think the chorus is the best part of the song. Yeah. I've been playing, you know, it's just because it's light, yeah, but, but then you, do you don't need
0: it. If you do that too many times, it's going to like lessen the impact of it.
1: Well, it turns poppy, I think. You know, right? and more like than it, it's
0: like, it's like, um, uh, like Alex was saying in the last episode, like you need to restrain yourself a little bit to keep it having the impact that you want
1: it to have. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I mean, you I know? can see, I mean, but it just went, um, in two completely different directions because it was that first break and then at the end where, um, you know, the, the backup singers, whoever they might be, and it's probably the band, you know, overdubbing themselves, were singing, you know, um, the the chorus again, and then she's just kind of filling in, you know, kind of scatting in between and stuff. It's like, oh, that's good, but like I like her voice singing that chorus one. more time? I just want to hear it and stuff. But... Uh.
0: Yeah, you, you got to do that
1: stuff though. It's cool, though, but it's just like you know. I always, felt, I almost felt like, uh, just give me a little more because I love, I, I love that chorus, and then maybe I like the first line of the chorus especially. Yeah. You know the when the it kind of kicks in it. like that. Yeah, yeah. So cool, cool song though.
0: That is a cool song. I've never heard that before.
1: But one thing, one one of those songs that if you you hear it, you're gonna go back and say, "Oh, let me listen to it again." And The more you, you hear it, it's gonna be you know moving up you know, on your uh, on your playlist, and you're gonna hear it often.
0: It's very much Jamaica.
1: You think so? Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just the feel of it, the overall feel. That that whole kind of like that you know, pulling funky, you along on the on the pop river. Stuff, yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. I just I just get a flow from there. I feel like it's it's like it's on water or something. You know, it's just like <laughs> it's easy. It's gonna kinda of pull you along it's gonna be fine and we're having a good old time. And you know, it's just it's in one of those songs. Again, I was late to the to the party with um with Lake Street Street Dive, but um I can see why people like them. I've listened to some of the other stuff. Trying to like like some of their other things, and I would say I'm 50 50 on most yeah. of their stuff. But yeah. this one is just kind of well, jumping out at me. This is you, like you said they came out like...
0: around 2004,
1: yeah, yep.
0: So they probably broke it big f- few years after that, you um,
1: think? yeah, I think so, yep. So big, that was and big, like, big, relatively. So I don't know, I where they say, fall that's fall like when I was in college.
0: From. So remember when I was in college, and like the bands that were breaking it in like the Providence area, yep, and Boston were all these hipster bands that yep. played weird and not. instruments and they had the weird synthesizers and they had that kind of like they tried to do anything they could do to sound different from the mainstream yeah and they had so a stand up in the stand-up drum you front. get little tastes bits of, of that. that little tastes of it in this Yep, not as extreme i remember you know when we were in the uh the wbru rock hunt the band that won that there was like a, a trio and they had some really weird instruments and it was just like the definition Of like weird artsy hipster music, and like that stuff was so popular at that time. Right
1: versus Um, straight up rock, which is what you guys were doing. Which was right. We were doing. I
0: mean, we were doing like pop rock stuff, like like mainstream pop rock stuff, which just we we it would have been super popular in the early two thousands or the nineties. But (laughs) we we were in the wrong decade. But that's the stuff that was so popular. And so I'm not surprised if they broke out a little bit before that or during that kind of time. If you're going to get remnants of that sound in there. Yeah, because
1: I'm picking up a little of that, but that's not what drew me to them. Mm-hmm. What drew me to them was her vocals. Right. You know, and especially... The, it the, says she's
0: one of those per- people that makes it sound easy. Yes, yes. You know, like, yep. Joan Jett does not make that sound easy, She's, when, she's what she does, it, she's but she makes it. it sound like she's putting 150% yep. effort into it. Yep. Whereas this... She just makes it sound like it's so easy for
1: her. I, I, the word I kept, and I wrote down here, the word I kept kind of coming back to is like she's a crooner, you know, from like when you think of the 40s, like Bing Crosby and some of those guys. And just like, because yeah. it just, you don't have to sing it, it's just kind of coming out. It's yeah, just natural. Right, yeah. right. Yeah. It's just, it's easy. Yeah. 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 And, um, which I is think very think, different
0: from someone like you, some of the other people you said, like ZZ Ward or L. King. Yeah. um, Joss Stone would have that. Yeah. She, she, she makes it sound easy. But, yeah. um, yeah, you just she doesn't have that kind of gritty, gravelly no
1: feel to it no. so
0: it's it's uh yeah, it's just very smooth.
1: And yet she doesn't also have the, you know, let's try to to, to make it sound so different like some of those bands like you said from from that right. time frame either. You right. know, it's just it's almost more um and I, and I think one of the things that she used to do is her and maybe the stand up bass player used to play songs from like you know on the street corners or in some of the clubs in Boston and other places like from the 30s you know the, the tin pan, pan alley like you know pre-war stuff uh because she has that that kind of feel and she could probably pull that stuff off very easily you know very comfortably if you watch well. the music video yeah. it feels
0: very like 60s yeah yep like yep. like a flower power kind of yes
1: yep but but um the cool thing is is that Again, what 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 drew me to it is if you listen to the song right from the beginning, in the in the true beginning, when it's really quiet and everything else, it's like, oh, Lake Street Dive, okay, a couple of my buddies liked it, and then it and it stops and it kicks right into uh been playing a lot of it, and it's like, oh, where did that come from? And then yeah, it just kind it of, is unexpected, and then it jumps, you know, and then it jumps into another, and then you forget about you know those those four you know or five lines prior. And you and you're hooked because you start out with the chorus immediately. It's like right. love it. And then it you know, does a little more thing, and then back to the chorus. Love it. But then I don't hear the chorus again. Like, oh, yeah. come on, give me more. You know, yeah,
0: so. it's almost it's like uh, start. It does. It it's does kind of. It loses you a little bit. Yeah, it's a little bit say, of a tease, yeah.
1: but not in a bad way. Because I mean, there's some really interesting things afterwards as well. Yeah. So. Yeah. So that's that's mine. Quick one. It's
0: a cool song. I was really surprised by it too the first time I I heard it here because. You know, I told you I was doing Joan Jet, and you said what you were, were kind of looking to do. So that's I was expecting another rocker. Yep. Um, and that is not what I got, and I was surprised. Yep. <laughs> not in a bad way. Just...
1: No, because I was thinking, you know, I went from rocker, um, you know, and, and, okay, do you try to emulate that, or have somebody with the, with the, that rawness in their voice, or do you have somebody who still um, is a woman's strong vocalist? And that's right. what I kind of went for. I want to try something different. And this has not been on my list for a little while. Like, ooh, this might be a good time to kind of balance that out stuff. So, I, And I, I, I have come to, to like this song. This is when... You know, getting dressed in the morning or making my lunch, like, you know, you know, hey, Alexa, you know, and all of a sudden, you, you know, can you play this? And I, I play it over and over again, so. Right. Yeah, like um, Cool. Favorite part? Favorite part is probably, um, I mean, I love the chorus just because it's so surprising, and, and um, it, it almost, even thinking about it, almost kind of gives me goosebumps when she starts singing it. But I think my favorite part of the entire song might be the, uh, the stand-up bass stuff near the end. That was pretty it cool. It just sends such a cool message. It's yeah. like, this has a very different vibe. You know, that's kind of good. good so. um And the person who who I could see covering it, I thought about maybe Whitney Houston, you know, with mm-hmm. her soul. Yeah, or maybe. Beyonce, even, you know, with, with, with I their... I
0: see with, Beyonce,
1: 100%. Yeah, with their voice. Um, and, you know, again, the smoothness that they can it kind of be, deliver something like that. So It would be a different song, but... It would it would be, but I think the vocals would still be there. Yeah, you know she could do more it 100%. than an Adele. I wouldn't want. I wouldn't say Adele, no, but maybe Whitney. You know, maybe Whitney before Beyonce and stuff. But maybe both. You know, I could see that. Yeah. So just kind of a different, kind of a different feel. So it'd be interesting to hear other people's opinions once they they listen to it. Of like you know, who else they could see kind of covering it. So, yeah, for sure. So. You um, like it? You like it? Yeah. Though? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do. Cool, cool. Do. M- makes you want to think about them a little more down the road and. Uh, i know they have some interesting stuff so go check them out they uh, they see and they seem like really good people really good you know nice folks too the um guitar slash trumpet player i think he was um recently um left the band but oh. you know in in a you know amicable thing and stuff yeah. so everybody you know still gets along but um they're all doing you know everybody kind of doing different things you know Brittany howard from alabama shakes you know, alabama shakes doesn't exist anymore it's her like right. ah, come on you know, know. so it all it all changes stuff but um they're still intact, and, and I'm pretty sure that they're they're out and getting ready to tour and stuff. So uh, I think it'd be a cool band to kind of see. So. Cool, cool. Um, yep.
0: All right. Well, before we wrap it up, I just want to give one more shout out to uh, our brother over in Ireland, Joshua Lachlan, back on tour with the Kilkennys. Yeah. And it looks like awesome. they're playing some massive like opera houses and some huge concert halls. So
1: in Belgium and Germany. Yeah. And keep hustling out there, and...
0: buddy. We love you and we're proud of you. And you know, if you guys. Get a chance to check out some Kilkenny stuff on YouTube or whatever. Make sure you check it out and support them. Uh, he's really doing some good stuff over there, and I'm glad yeah. that they are able to get out and do some shows. So
1: yeah, Good call.
0: Um, so that's it. So, again, make sure that you check out Pantheon Podcast for more awesome music-related podcasts, and check out our Teespring store for some fantastic merch, including coffee mugs, T-shirts, um, stickers. Sti- stickers, all masks. kinds of fun stuff. Sweatshirts, yeah, face masks, whatever you want. We got it. And check out the link in our show notes for our Patreon page if you want to support the show. We'd really appreciate that—couple bucks a month. You know, it's less than one cup of coffee a month, and uh, it really would help us. Don't forget
1: the discussion group.
0: Oh, that's right. Yeah, we we have the discussion group. It was really going strong for a little while. It's gotten a little quiet lately. I'm trying to kind of revamp it by sharing some songs every day. I'm doing trying to do like a song of the day every couple of days, and. Uh, to share music that i think people maybe haven't heard before but maybe i probably won't get to on this show so people can listen to it and share their opinions i i I really want to cultivate some more discussions in there so we have a link in the show notes for that too for the group the discussion group on facebook and i think that's it remember to rate review and subscribe to you're not listening wherever you listen to podcasts stay hydrated listen to good music and don't be a dick and we will talk to you next time
1: (laughs) take care folks be safe